Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app and use the promo code DNVR when you sign up. Big-time win for CSU men's basketball over Loyola Marymount. This is a quality mid-major opponent that plays extremely hard. And after kind of going blow for blow with the Rams early, I mean, CSU really kind of, you know, kicked their butt in that second half. Really impressive team win in a lot of ways. A lot of different contributors. We're going to talk about all of that. But obviously the big news of the day Isaiah Stevens makes his return much earlier than anticipated. This is huge for CSU. It was big in this game, but it's really big for these next couple of weeks. Going to get into that as well. May talk a little bit of CSU football at the very end. A couple of transfers have announced recently. Tight end Tanner Arkin, he has announced that he will transfer and center George Mickey Hahn couple of Adazio signees. Maybe a little bit surprising given they both were given opportunities to play. But uh, yeah, like I said, we might talk about that at the end, but I'll probably dive into that more tomorrow. And I'll just give a, a general update on the transfer numbers and all that fun stuff. Real quick, before we dive into this big win for CSU men's basketball, talk about Isaiah Stevens' return, some of the other quality performances. I did just want to thank everybody for the kind responses on Twitter. Been a frustrating week. Haven't made the progress that uh, I was hoping or expecting, but I'll definitely get it figured out here, hopefully this week, but I'll just kind of have to play it by ear. Kind of hard to get a specialist uh, scheduled, unfortunately. But that's just how it goes. I'll figure it out here. Like I said, I just wanted to say I appreciate all the kind words from you guys. Always got my back, and it it doesn't go unnoticed. Our presenting sponsor is, of course, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They're my go-to for betting on the NFL this holiday season. I mean, same-game parlays, which are easy and fast. They've got player prop options right now, though. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. What's really cool is like the promotion they had with the NBA. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlay. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same-game parlay, combine multiple bets like which team will win, You know, player props, receptions, rushing totals, touchdowns, whatever it may be. Boom, 
the more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. The Broncos are obviously terrible. You could just fade them and, you know, combat the misery by benefiting monetarily. That's always an option. You could bet on a fun team like the Vikings, you know, a guy like Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Thielen. Now they got TJ Hawkinson. I mean, that's a deep squad. What are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Also want to shout out GameTime, the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? 50-yard line, courtside, floor seats at a concert maybe? It's possible with the GameTime app. If GameTime had been running the Taylor Swift scenario, that wouldn't happen. That's because they rule. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on seats you never thought you could buy. You're not going to find a better deal on Rams tickets, Nuggets, Avs, whatever, than you will with GameTime. It was created by the fans, for the fans, and they guarantee the lowest price. If you love DNVR, then I'm telling you, you will love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in this podcast description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app. Score the best seats to all your favorite events. Cool, cool, cool. Before we get into the general takeaways from this win, talk about some of the standout performances, I just want to shout out Isaiah Stevens and his work ethic. I mean, we always knew this dude was a grinder. You know, he's he's just always been relentless with everything that he does. But the fact that he was able to come back from this injury this quickly, that doesn't happen if you're not doing the right things every minute of every day. Foot injuries are notoriously tricky. And for him to be able to do this, I mean, shout out to the CSU training staff as well, because you know, I, I was hopeful that they would have him back by conference play, maybe the very end of the non-conference slate. But to get him back at the beginning of December, you know, the technically the last day of November, that's probably two weeks sooner than what my most optimistic prediction would have been, you know, when this injury happened. But before I started rambling about this game, all these standout performances, this really was an impressive team performance. Five individuals finishing in double digits, scoring figures. I just wanted to make sure that I acknowledged the fact that what Isaiah did was not normal. And none of us should be surprised because he's been, you know, a special talent and he's had, you know, special character and just an incredible work ethic the entire time that he has represented CSU. But man, I'm sure that rehab process was intense. And I look forward to talking you know, with him about what that was like. As far as how he looked in this one, I mean, if, if you didn't know that he was injured coming in, I don't think you would have guessed that it was his season debut or that you know, he had suffered a broken foot you know, like four or five weeks before this. He came out and he was his immediate aggressive self, you know, had a pull-up mid-range jumper, nothing but net right off the bat, step back three after that, boom, money. Then he missed his next attempt, but then he was able to get into the lane, 
you know, finish through contact, nice little floater. His body control is absurd. But it was just a typical Isaiah Stevens performance. He was explosive on the drive, you know, constantly moving, great as a facilitator, no turnovers, four assists. As a team, that's actually something that the Rams did really, really well. They had 24 assists as a team. Everybody that played had at least one, only four turnovers. They had a six to one uh, assist to turnover ratio. So really, the entire team deserves credit for valuing possessions, for protecting the basketball, you know, not putting the team in harm's way. Two of those four turnovers were in the final two minutes of the first half where the Rams, you know, kind of struggled. It, it was a little bit, you know, if you wanted to nitpick about a couple of things, that was one of the stretches you could. Uh, Baylor Hebb drove into the lane kind of just out of control a couple of times, threw up a couple of a bad, one of them was a shot attempt, one of them was a turnover, I guess, then Tanjay kind of did the same thing. Tanjay was great, though, so I mean, it, it was just one bad play, but again, you know, if you wanted to nitpick, you had a nine-point lead, you were really playing well, then a sloppy two minutes, all of a sudden you only have a two-possession lead going into halftime, game feels a lot tighter, especially because, you know, the Rams were kind of trading blows back and forth in that first half, you know, the first eight, nine minutes, even really even like the first 12 minutes, it, it was pretty tight. Once CSU got going, though, to their credit, I mean, once they got up, they, they held on to the lead throughout. You know, there were some runs that they survived from LMU here and there every time, you know, the Rams would kind of try and break it open. And then they ended up, you know, kind of breaking it open at the end there. But I felt that it was a pretty competitive game both ways. You know, guys playing hard on both sides, particularly in that first half. It was kind of a, a slobber knocker, if you want to quote, you know, all-time WWE stuff. But the, the defensive intensity was so impressive from the Rams in this one. And when you play quality team defense and, you know, you work the ball in the paint and you have five guys score 10 or more points and you have 24 assists on and only, you know, four turnovers, good things are going to happen. But to come back to what I started here, which is, you know, the return of Isaiah Stevens, I just feel like his presence out there is so invaluable for this squad. I mean, he was active even, you know, when he wasn't playing, he was still on the sideline, you know, coaching up guys when he could, you know, pointing stuff out, cheering everybody on. He was super engaged. But he's essentially the quarterback of the offense. You know, if you're an offense with a ton of weapons, like the Buffalo Bills, for instance, they have Case Keenum as their backup quarterback. As a backup, he's pretty solid. They have so many weapons around him. CSU, you know, with how they were able to play, you know, without Stevens, proved this is a deeper team than a lot of people anticipated. And they can be competitive, you know, even when they don't have their general out there. But it's it's just like the Bills. Like, they might win a couple of games if Josh Allen had to go down because Case Keenum, you know, he can handle it. But it's not the same. It's not the same for CSU either. And they just, they came out with a killer instinct. They were really pushing the pace, um, the tempo. You could tell they were kind of trying to run LMU off the floor or really getting down the court after rebounds, which is a fun style. I did feel like early on... Um, couple of those shots maybe a little early in the possession they were open so they're not bad looks per se I just I would have liked to have seen 
you know, another ball reversal or two. Medved always says, you know, like the three, love the paint. Again, they were open. So I'm not trying to like chastise anybody here or anything like that. It just, you know, I, I felt like they could have got better looks, you know, after, after working it a little bit. Eventually they kind of started to do that, started to work the ball inside. Uh, Patrick Cartier in particular, he is smooth. I've had a couple people tweet at me that they want his nickname to be the jeweler. I don't know if I quite understand that, but it's it's all right with me. I'll ask him uh, what he thinks about it at some point. But man, his footwork in the post, it's fun to watch. He had a couple of possessions where he just posted up the defender, you know, put his back to the basket, showed the guard where he wanted it. They'd feed him, you know, in the paint, nice entry pass, and he would just go around and over the bigger guy. I do still wonder if he's going to have some troubles defensively against, you know, a team like San Diego State, who just has so much length and size down low. But I got to credit him. I mean, he he plays much bigger than his size. And his athleticism is a big advantage because he's quicker than everybody he's going up against. I just think he really provides a calming presence off the bench, a guy that can just seemingly, you know, walk in and and be a reliable bucket night after night. He had 16 points, 7 of 10 from the floor in only 18 minutes. I I think he'll start getting, you know, 20 plus fairly consistently as this season progresses. But his start this season has definitely been encouraging. That second unit for CSU, you know, they can be pretty good, especially once Josiah Strong gets back. Again, I was remote tonight, so I did not get to participate in the media post-game session. Uh, I imagine Josiah Strong was out due to uh, complications from mono, which is a something that he's kind of been struggling with now for, for quite a while, like two months, I think. But I mean, having a guy like Cartier who can really score at, at all three levels, but gives you an option down low, having Josiah Strong who can come in and, and space the floor. He's a tremendous three-point shooter was one of the best in the transfer portal, was really a great signee for for CSU. And we've just kind of only scratched the surface of what he can do. Haven't really got to unleash him as of yet. And then you can have Jackson, you know, come in. And he's obviously incredibly explosive. And what was awesome to see for Jackson in this one, he was able to be impactful without scoring. And honestly, I, I don't think there's anything coaches love more than that. They obviously want to see you put the the ball in the hoop, but if you still work really hard defensively, if you're still active on the glass, you know, you're still active, you know, without the ball, he had five rebounds, five assists, zero turnovers. And it's why he played 26 minutes despite, you know, having one point and going 0 of 2 from the floor. The composure that Jackson plays with reminds me so much of, you know, a young Isaiah Stevens, a young David Roddy. He just, he gets it. He understands what the Rams are trying to accomplish. He generally doesn't try and do too much. Every now and then, there have been a couple of instances this season. That's anybody. But I just think he's going to be a major contributor for this team this year. And for him to be able to do that in year one, that's a boost. And man, the staff just continues to find gem after gem. So many underrated, you know, under-the-radar recruits. And the staff, they... They sniff them out and they, they get them to come to Fort Collins. 
this program's rolling. It is so deep right now. And, you know, even more than the talent, maybe, is just the fact that they're so well-coached. They're so well-coached. Nico Medved just has a tremendous feel for this group. You know, when to let them play through a rough stretch. When to call a timeout. There was an instance where Jackson got beat badly on the drive. You know, it was just bad defense. He He's really a good defender for a freshman, so it's, you know, kind of a rare instance for him. But it was bad enough that Medved wanted to call a timeout. They kept the camera on him. Medved's chewing him out. Uh, Brian Roth, Adam Nigon did a great job of pointing this out. They didn't take Jackson out, though. It was a learning moment. And he responded. Or even that poor two-minute stretch that I referenced at the end of the first half that allowed LMU to cut into CSU's lead and, you know, make it a little bit tighter at halftime. The Rams came out in the second half and shot north of 60% from the floor. They were just on fire. The staff, all the coaches, they just, they seem to know what buttons to push. And to, you know, the, the credit of these players, they're responding and they're stepping up. And what's really cool to see is so many of these guys, you know, Jalen Lake, Isaiah Rivera, John Tanjay, you know, they've kind of had to, to wait their turn. At least to start. I mean, it, it's not like those guys weren't contributing last year. Tanjay's been an impactful player for a couple of years now. But it, it means a lot to the players, you know. It I talk about often how sometimes we we overvalue that type of stuff because all the minutes count the same. So whether you're playing at the beginning or in the middle or the end, you know, really I think who's playing at the end should matter more than who's in the starting lineup. But I also understand it's a point of pride. And, you know, I played sports growing up. You want to start, you know, you don't want to be coming off the bench. Even if you're a, a team first guy and you're willing to do it selflessly, you have no issues with it. I think, you know, in your heart, you'd you'd probably still rather start. Very few few guys, maybe a couple guys in the NBA that genuinely embrace being a six-man. It's kind of rare, though. So for these guys, you know, to, to work their way into the starting lineup, to buy their time, to not, you know, transfer, which is obviously the norm nowadays, and to now get their opportunity and to really make the most of it, that's dope. And Ram fans should really show those guys a lot of love because, again, they have stayed committed. You know, they worked their tail off. They started as role players. And now they're some of the most important players on the team. I mean, obviously, Isaiah coming back is huge, and I think he drastically raises the ceiling of this team. But John Tanjay was out there hoping. 23 points, 8 of 12 from the floor, 4 of 8 from deep, had an and one, should have had two and ones, actually, uh, on three-point attempts. Three of three at the free throw line. One of the few Rams that has been able to hit free throws. Another reason why it's big to have Isaiah back. 11 to 16 as a team from the free throw line. It continues to be a struggle for CSU. They've got to get way better there or it's going to cost them a game. But Tanjay just did a little bit of everything. Team high 23 points. Team high 7 rebounds. Only one turnover in 36 minutes. You know, I, I did talk about that turnover at the end of the half. But again... It was one bad play. He was so good in this game. Had a behind-the-back move where he was able to get past the defender and then drill a three-pointer. Kind of looked like something Kyrie Irving would have pulled out back in the day with Cleveland before he went all crazy on all of us. Had a couple of really nice dunks. Really active as a defender. That's the thing about him and Jalen Lake and Isaiah Rivera. They just find ways to impact the floor and, you know, impact the game in winning ways. 
no matter what they're doing. 19 points for Rivera, 70% from the floor, no turnovers, three rebounds, three assists. Lake had 13 points, four rebounds, four assists. And he should honestly be in the conversation for one of the best defenders on the team at this point. His his improvement as an on-ball defender is significant. He was always, you know, athletic, so it, it's not a surprise. I don't think he wasn't capable of, of playing defense or anything like that. It's just one of those you kind of have to get baptized by fire. It happened to Roddy. It happened to Stevens. You know, the great players always make significant jumps defensively as they progress. Because it's an effort, and it's it's a knowledge situation. You know, it's learning from your experiences. It's putting the the time in the film room and, you know, on the court and practice to be able to improve. If you, if you really want to be great, you should get better defensively. Because again, it just kind of comes down to effort. He has all the skill in the world, all the talent in the world. He can be an NBA player, especially if he gives this type of effort defensively, because he, he's just been tremendous. And he's playmaking now. You know, he's facilitating for others. You know, a lot of the time I felt like in his freshman year, and he wasn't playing a ton of minutes. He played more as the season went on. Actually got a, a lot of run in that NCAA tournament game. You know, it was, it was a lot of catch and, and shoot threes, you know, a lot of quick attempts. He'd get to the hoop too, but he's just playing a little bit more patient now. Displaying a calmness and a confidence and just kind of, you know, assessing the situation in real time, you know, figuring out what the best move is. And I just, I want, I have so much praise for him and Isaiah Rivera. Their growth these last couple of years is is just huge. And that's a testament to the work they put in behind the scenes and their character. Because again, so many guys in the modern era would have transferred in their position. They're good players. They could have been starting, you know, at a lot of mid-majors last year. But they, you know, they stuck it through. They've been a part of this system. They've, you know, stuck with these coaches and these guys, and they just continue to elevate their game. Which also brings me back to my earlier point, which is just that this program is so well coached. They recruit well. They they identify not only talented players, but guys that are going to be good fits in the system. You know, good just quality individuals. They then, you know, coach them up and, and help them grow as players, but also off the court. I mean, these these coaches are, are tremendous in that sense. They just, they're always there for the guys. But I'm just, I'm so happy, you know, for John Tanjay, for Isaiah Rivera, for Jalen Lake, that they're getting to do this because this is what college basketball is, is supposed to, you know, be about. You know, you buy your time, you work your tail off, you grow as a basketball player, also as, you know, a man. And, you know, when you get your opportunity, hopefully you make the most of it. And that's certainly what they're doing. Just cool to see. It's a cool storyline. I'm enjoying watching it play out. A couple of final thoughts here before we get going. Not sure how many minutes are going to be there for Baylor Hebb when Zay is 100%. Have heard nothing but great things about him as far as, you know, being a great teammate, practicing really hard, you know, doing the little things. But... He's just, you know, he's kind of hurt CSU at, at times with his minutes. He He's just not a threat to score. And he kind of puts himself in some bad positions at times, you know, attacking into the lane, kind of not really with a plan, it seems like. I don't know. I'm not trying to rip the guy or anything like that. I just, I have a hard time seeing him on the floor, you know, unless there's uh, significant injuries. Once, 
once conference play rolls around. Uh, Joe Palmer, I, I don't think he's going to be a guy that plays like a ton of minutes. That said, he's a spark plug. His effort is awesome. He had a, a dive for a, a loose ball that both made me wince because you know how hard the, the floor is and also be like, respect, because that guy will just lay it all out on the line. Maybe not the most skilled individual on the court, but I mean, he certainly is athletic, you know, can get to the rim, can stretch the, the floor a little bit with, with some three-point shooting. But if you give it all, you know, defensively, you're active on the glass, you're diving for loose balls, there'll be minutes for you. There always will be minutes for you. So big-time win for the green and gold. I think this is one that's going to look impressive on the NCAA tournament resume. You know, if the Rams are a fringe team, there's obviously a lot of basketball to be played between now and then, don't get carried away. For one thing, the Mountain West looks like it's going to be a bloodbath. Utah State has been really good coming out. New Mexico's undefeated. They beat St. Mary's on the road tonight, so an impressive win for the Lobos. San Diego State's a legitimate national title contender. That's how good they are. So it's going to be a tough conference. Like even Wyoming, they're struggling at the moment. They've lost three in a row now, but once Graham E.K. gets back, they, they should be much better, assuming that that locker room doesn't implode before it happens. Have heard that those transfers, not exactly gelling up in Laramie. Not, not very coachable. And, you know, that's a trap that many coaches have fallen into over the years. Wyoming obviously raised their national profile last year with the way that they were able to get to the NCAA tournament. All of a sudden, you know, players from big schools that wouldn't have considered you, you know, in the past, they will consider you now just because... You know, they, they have their own obligations. They want to advance their own career. I'm not saying they're wrong for doing it. But if they're not team-first guys, if they're not coachable, then when things start to go wrong, it can get ugly pretty quickly. And that's, you know, why, why I credit this staff so much. I, I do think that if the Rams really wanted to, they could have went out in the portal and, and got, you know, Power 5 transfers. But it's about getting the right guys. You know, it's not about where they came from. Honestly, I'd, I'd rather have guys like Chandler Jacobs, Patrick Cartier, really experienced players. You know, they're Division II. Oh, well, they clearly play the game the right way. They come in with way less baggage, too. Typically tends to, to be a, a better fit in the locker room. But, you know, winning culture, it's not just about identifying talent. It's about being able to feel these guys out, you know, as individuals. I don't want to get too corny here, but... You really do, and that's why the recruiting relationships, it's really important. You know, it can't just be like, you know, your highlights look great. Come play for us. You know, you got to meet their family. You got to experience what they're like in the, the heat of competition off the court as well. And the CSU staff, they just, they get that. They have always understood that. They have always stayed true to that principle. And it's a reason that the Rams have had sustained success since Medved came to town. All right, that's all we have in this one. I will be back tomorrow, and I'll have a couple of pods actually coming out over the next couple of days. Looking forward to it. Big game coming up against Northern Colorado on Saturday, and uh, this non-conference slate gets gets pretty tough here coming up. The Rams got a couple of Power 5 opportunities, a couple of quality mid-majors. We'll see what they can do. Definitely big to have Isaiah back. One last time, I just want to shout out all the Ram fans for their kind messages for, you know, always, you know, just 
just having my back. It means a lot to me. It's been a really tough week. Hope to be back in Moby as soon as I can, but I will continue to provide the best coverage that I can, you know, still break news, still work my sources, still come up with, you know, creative takeaways, all of that stuff. If you have something you'd like to see me do, shoot me a message. All right, that's all I've got in this one. Much love, y'all. Peace. Thank you.